Hello, hello, Angel Muffins. Tis I, Mary Lacey Banks, back with the third installment of the Mary Lacey Banks Show. First of all, y'all, please forgive me for being late on this podcast release. I've gotten a lot of messages from you guys like, hey, Mary, where's the podcast for the week? Which, again, I'm sorry for the, for the inconvenience, but honestly, I'm so happy that you guys are looking forward to my show that much. So thank you. And first things first, I sincerely want to thank you, dear listener, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for following your curiosity and taking a chance. I know that this is a newer show and there are so many podcasts out there that you could be listening to. So the fact that you're listening to mine means the world to me. And if you want to support the show and show me some love, you can do so by writing a review and rating this podcast. That lets the algorithm know that you like the Mary Lacey Bank show. And also, please, please, please DM me your hot takes from the show because when I say I live for that shit, I mean it. Okay? I absolutely mean it. So let's get into the pod. So this week's episode builds a lot on last week's episode. So if you have not listened to that, that episode yet, quick pause this. That episode's like 10 minutes long, but it goes into this concept of me next. So I'll give you a quick little snippet of what me next is. So essentially me next is what you say to yourself when you see something that makes you feel jealous because the feeling of jealousy is how your inner being lets you know that that is something that you truly desire. So an example I used last week was a Chanel purse. So when you see that beautiful quilted bag with the gold chain and when you feel like that twinge of jealousy, you say to yourself, me next. And that lets, that's like a declaration. So it essentially lets you, the universe, it lets everybody know that that's, that, that you're going to have that one day. And then you act as if. So acting as if is where you act as if it's being brought to you. As if the universe, God, whatever it is that you have faith in, the Easter bunny, I don't know, but you just act like something outside of yourself, act like something greater than you is conspiring on your behalf and is bringing it to you. So today's episode is now all about what happens when the me next materializes and is brought to you. What happens when the opportunity is brought to you? Because Chances are, and as cool as this would be, uh, the universe, God, isn't just going to drop the Chanel purse into your lap. Uh, as fun as that would be, it's probably not going to happen that way. What's probably going to happen is an opportunity is going to present itself for you to have said thing. You know, an opportunity will present itself. And typically, opportunities require you to take action. It requires you to be bold and courageous and to step outside of your comfort zone. And this is by design because as human beings, we are here to grow and expand. Life would be like, I mean, life would be so boring and we would all be like severely depressed if we didn't have to grow and expand. We would become incredibly stagnant. So with that being said, I am going to tell you all about what just happened to me this weekend because when I say it was magical I mean it and I'm so excited so to fully I guess illustrate uh 
how a me next opportunity materialized, I'm going to tell you a story. So let's go back in time to December 31st of 2022. Um, this was typically the, uh, the last day of the year is when I get clear on what I want for the next year. So uh, on this day, I was getting clear on what I wanted. So some things that I wanted included, I wanted to run a half marathon. I wanted to make more friends that were DTH. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, down to hike. I wanted to make more girlfriends who were down to hike, down to adventure, uh, you know, active, like interested in things that I was interested in. And I also wanted to see more of the United States. So, all right, I got, I got clear on those three things. And then from there, I acted as if it was being brought to me. So I went on my merry way. Next thing I know, it was January of 2023, sometime in January of 2023, and I'm scrolling through Facebook. And a girl on that I'm friends with on Facebook, her name is Bree, and she was asking like all of her Facebook friends, "Hey guys, I'm training for a the I'm training for a half marathon in the Grand Tetons. Who wants to train with me? Who wants to travel with me? All the things." So, immediately, I was like, "Hell fucking yes." Like, half marathon check. Friends who are DTH, check. You know, traveling traveling to a new part of the country, check. Like, I was so excited that that she wanted this. And so it's important to say here that when I say Brie and I were Facebook friends, what I actually mean is that she, um, what I actually mean by that is in high school, I was on cheer, she was on dance. We, like, saw each other at football games. We saw each other in the hallway. We had never really had a real conversation. So the word friends is very loose in this moment. So I immediately started having these very familiar thoughts. Like I started thinking to myself, wait, Mary, don't reach out to her. You barely know this girl. You know, this is a bad idea. Wait. And you know, this is such a familiar thought. Wait until you lose weight. Wait till you look different. Wait, wait until this, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not the right time. So before I had a chance to let those thoughts uh, drive me in my decision making, essentially, I just hit send on the message. I was like, all right, I'm just going to reach out to this girl and tell her I'm interested. So she messaged me back. We hit it off. We signed up and we spent the next six months building a Facebook, uh, or building a Facebook, building a relationship online using Facebook Messenger and then using Strava to track our training process and it was so fun. So I live in Illinois. She lived in Texas. And we just got to build this really beautiful friendship virtually. So flash forward to today, I literally just got back from Jackson Hole. I think it was like two days ago. Uh, and when I say this trip blew my mind, I mean, it blew my mind on so many things of what is possible. First of all, I ran a half marathon. And I've read, I in my life, I've ran several half marathons. But this was my first time running a half marathon without Adderall. And this is something I never, ever thought. First of all, I never thought I would even be able to exist as a human being without Adderall, uh, let alone have the mental and physical fortitude to uh, run 13.1 without it. And when I got to that finish line and I just immediately started crying in the sheer level of I, I don't it, it did feel like disbelief it was like oh my god I did this and it it was just absolutely incredible and I'm so grateful that I that I got to prove that to myself that I got to blow my own mind in that way 
Secondly, I got to eat waffles at the top of a mountain. Okay, literally waffles with peanut butter and bacon. Next level shit. If you guys ever get the opportunity, highly recommend. I got to see the most incredible waterfalls in the most beautiful valleys. I got to hike some of the most beautiful terrain I've ever seen. There were snow-capped peaks on like in every direction in Jackson Hole. I got to see moose, bear, beaver, uh, so much wildlife. It was just so magical. And I think the the coolest thing, or I won't, I won't say the coolest thing, but something that felt so good was to do it with a gal pal, a like-minded gal pal who shared a love for hiking, who shared a love for Taylor Swift, and who also shared a love for making friendship bracelets, which we totally did on the last night. It was so much fun. Um and this truly feels like it blows my mind because I feel like I so clearly manifested this opportunity or yeah, I manifested the opportunity and I took it. And that's something I really want to drive home is for a long time, I found myself in this place where opportunities would come my way that I truly desired. You know, every day we're presented with opportunities and some opportunities aren't a hell yes. You know, some of them are a hell no. But I would have hell yes opportunities come my way in my in my life. You know, I would have concerts that I really wanted to go to. I would have vacations I wanted to go on. I would have dates that I was interested in. And I would say no. And I would say no from a place of, oh, I'll wait. I, I want to wait until and this is a very reoccurring thought for me. And I'll just be totally honest here. But it's like I'll wait until I'm thinner. I'll wait until I'm prettier. I will wait until I have more money. I will wait until whatever. And this waiting created a level of stagnation in my life that eventually led me to being broke, depressed, and thinking I wanted to die in a Starbucks bathroom. And I can honestly say I let years of my life pass me by. And I don't want to say I wasted my time because I do think sometimes in life, we have to fall down. We have to struggle in order to gain the wisdom and the gifts that come from those places. And if I'm being honest, it does sometimes feel that way. And I think the pain of realizing that I've passed up time, that time has passed me by, that I've, you know, maybe wasted some time, that pain has caused me to have the courage to make different decisions, to have the courage to, yes, even when even when I read Bree's post and I had those thoughts in my head that, you know, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time, I'm not thin enough, even when they came up, the pain of knowing where those thoughts take me was enough for me to have the courage to say, I'm going to do it anyway. You know, I'm going to do it anyway. And I can safely say, you know, when I was running that half marathon, when I was hiking in Cascade Canyon, when I was laughing until my stomach hurt with my new friend, I was never thinking to myself, wow, I really shouldn't have come. I am, you know, I am too heavy to be here. I am too broke to be here. I was never thinking any of those things. All I was thinking was, wow, I am so happy I did it anyway. And this is something that Liz Gilbert talks about a lot is that fear is something that will always be there. And those thoughts that I'm mentioning right there, those are fear-based thoughts. You know, it's all fear-based thoughts. It's all a, a fear of being judged, a fear of being exposed, a fear of not being loved. And fear will always be there. 
And it's important that when we're making decisions that we let fear be there, but we don't let fear make the decision for us. You know, fear will can have its voice and we can love it and let it be there, but it doesn't get to make our decisions because if it does, you are robbing yourself of the opportunity to take action towards what you actually want. And of course, that is what I want for you. And I I think it was like mile seven or mile eight, but I just received the most beautiful download that I think would fit really nice here. So it was mile eight and I'm running. And first of all, this course was incredible. It, so I'm surrounded in every direction in these snow-capped peaks, gorgeous. But the tr- the path itself was so flat, which was amazing. <laughs> so anyway, mile eight, I'm feeling really good, feeling really strong. And I was just in disbelief that I was there. I was in disbelief that I felt so strong. I was in disbelief that I was beating my pace. And I think in in the biggest disbelief I had was that I I actually made it to Jackson Hole. Like I actually bought a plane ticket. I actually signed up for the race. I actually did all of these things. I didn't just say I would, but I did it. And uh, the download I received was to think of um, to essentially think of our thoughts in, in either two buckets, which is faith or fear. And fear are, you know, fear are things like, I'm not enough. I should wait. I shouldn't do this. And then faith is, I have everything I need. You know, this is my, my story, my movie. Let's make it the way I want. And so with every, so essentially all of our thoughts can fall into one of two. And wherever we make, wherever we take action, we're essentially putting stock in one or the other. We're putting energy in one or the other. And whatever we give energy to, it makes the volume of that voice turn up louder in our head. It makes its power and its energy increase in our being. And so I was shown that by me training for a half marathon anyway, even though I, you know, even though I felt like I wasn't ready, by going to Jackson Hole anyway, by messaging Bree anyway, I took energy, I took stock, I took money, and I invested it into faith. And as I continue on my journey and as I continue making important decisions from that place, faith will become louder in my being. Faith will become stronger in my being. And that is something I really wanted to share with you is that in each moment, when we're, when we're faced with these opportunities to make a decision from faith or fear, just imagine taking stock, imagine taking energy, taking power and investing it into your faith and trusting that the more that you do that, the stronger it will build, the more magnetic it will be. And, you know, faith begets, begets faith, fear begets fear. So the more that you invest in faith, and, and those happy, more positive vibrations, the more things that are like it will come into your field. And it is, it is a similar thing with fear. The more that you invest in fear, the more fear-based things are going to come into your life. The more, the more you know, lower vibration energies are going to come into your life. So, again... Uh, I I share this story because I do not want you to hold yourself back.
And I want you to really internalize that this is not a dress rehearsal. This is the main event of life. You know, this is it. And I want you to show up for it. I want you to have the courage to create the life that you came here to live. And part of that is respond, you know, part of that is when an opportunity comes your way to take it, to reach out, to see what happens. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If this resonated with you, please share this with a friend. And uh, as God starts opening doors for you, please share the news with me on all things social. I'm at Mary Lacey Banks. So I'm holding you so, so tight in a thought hug. And I can't wait to talk to you next Wednesday.